Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast, where thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and executives from around the world share their practical tips, strategies, and stories to help you unleash your potential and achieve your goals. Your journey of growth to become your best starts now. Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast episode. Before we jump in, Natalina Nasruddin here. I wanted to let you know that, hey, when you're not listening to the podcast, when you're not watching the YouTube video, check us out on LinkedIn. We are constantly posting, adding value on LinkedIn, my team and I. We have a Rise Up For You page and has videos, articles, content. It's actually our favorite platform. So if you wanna connect with us on a day-to-day basis and you wanna get additional content and resources, head over to LinkedIn, follow me, connect with me, connect with our team, connect with Rise Up For You, and we're happy to share any content and even send us a message because we'll reply. We don't, we're not a bunch of bots. (laughs) So I'll see you there. And for now, let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Rise Up For You podcast. This is your host, Natalina Nasruddin and the CEO and founder of Rise Up For You. Super excited to be here today with yet again, another amazing guest, Sonia Joss. Did I say that right? You got it right. Okay. <laughs> now you second guess yourself right before you say the name. Absolutely. You're like, what did she say again? You know it. We're all good. This is off to a great start. Yes, thank you. Well, very excited to have you here. We're going to be talking about some really important topics today that if you've been following Rise Up For You, you've heard me talk a lot about imposter syndrome, perfectionist mindset, self-confidence, all the things that are really getting in the way of our potential, our ability to go out there and make an impact in the world. So, Sonia, really excited to have you here today. Before we jump in, tell us a little bit about yourself in your own words, who you are, what you do, and then we'll tackle tackle the meat here. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I am... Um... A mother, I guess, and a wife, and you know, an entrepreneur, I guess, which I never really expected to be. But um, you know, like a, a lot of good brown girls out there, I did the you know traditional corporate path. I was, you know, a young executive at IBM Canada, and I was, you know, living the dream, so to speak. And then you know, just had what I would like to call probably like a very early midlife crisis at the age of twenty-five, realizing that I had. Uh, raced and chased my way to this end destination where my, you know, had parents had said that I would be happy finally and, you know, was living an existence that felt really misaligned. And there was a lot of longing for something more, but I didn't know what that more was. And so here we are sort of, you know, 15 years later in a vastly different reality. Um, You know, I... I'm an author. I'm a speaker. Um, you know, it, as I was reading your bio, I was like, oh, we've done so many of the, you yeah. know, same sort of things in the same area. So it's it's so lovely to connect. But, you know, author, speaker, focused on mindset and wellness, um, really helping people just get unstuck and and get off the hamster wheel of their bodies, their lives, just every aspect of, I think, what so many of us deal with because you know, we we bought into a formula that doesn't necessarily feel aligned to who we really are. And now how do we undo the layers without burning the entire thing down, right? I think that's that's really the big piece here is how do we find that alignment and fulfillment yeah. without, uh, without too much pain? How did you get into or how did you transition into what you're doing now? What 
Was there an aha moment? Was there an epiphany? Did something happen where you said, it's time for me to make the shift? Yeah, great question. Um, I think to make a long story short, I think when I finally achieved all the ticky marks, you know, I was married to a brain surgeon in training and I had that pen test downtown and then I like had the degree and then did my executive MBA and it was like, da, 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 da. I, I had the formula. I had satisfied the equation. It's like only then was I able to start feeling a little bit of the dissonance, I think, inside just that feeling of this can't be as good as it gets for me. This can't be as happy and fulfilled as I get to feel. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what to fix because, you know, it was the only formula I knew. And yet there was like an awakening, I think a little bit, not in an epiphany fashion, but just that, that cavity that starts to get more and more and more painful every day where you can't ignore it. And the whole journey for me actually really began because I went sort of on an exploration of trying to repair my relationship with my body. I had suffered from eating disorders all my life, was desperately chasing thinness, believing so innocently and painfully that happiness was just 10 pounds away. And I think the the place for me in trying to figure out, well, where am I trying to go and who am I trying to be really sort of came down to none of that matters until you can look in the mirror and feel good in your skin. And through that journey of fitness and nutrition and reteaching myself the fundamentals and, you know, really sort of unpacking all of the noise that I was living in, that chase, that race, that desperation to be thin enough. It's like when I unpacked that, I unknowingly, I think, began the the breaking open of my soul a little bit, the 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 truths and the, 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 all of it that was coming together, I think was not only about my body, but about every other aspect of my life. And it was from there that I think I was like, we take the leap, we go big, we find a new way. Yeah. Cause it's never just about the one thing, right? There's, there's always the underlining things. <laughs> that well, that's the big thing, right? Especially when it comes to weight loss or, or, you know, being skinny. It's like, we think that it's just that we're like, Oh, we've got our shit together in every other area of our lives. But like, this is the one tricky area. And you're like, no, no, it's all the same. The perfectionism, the self-sabotage, the limiting beliefs, the lack of clarity around your values. It's showing up everywhere. You're just able to override and mask it in other areas. And you can't when it comes to a chocolate bar. Absolutely. So, okay. I, I want to unpack this a little bit more, but, you know, I always say that when an individual feels that they have a lack of clarity and when they can feel that something's off and they continue to ignore it more and more, their confidence dimish, diminishes. It's like they're disrespecting themselves because they can feel that they're not in alignment, but they might not necessarily have the courage and it might not even be courage. It might just be, they don't even know what to do or yep. how to do it or where to start. Yep. That kind of keeps them stuck in this certain situation or position. So for you, when, it, you know, you mentioned that you started feeling that what, like, how did you figure out the first step? You know, how did you say, okay, here's the first thing I'm going to try to do. And is it that easy or like, I, <laughs> 
Talk to yeah, our It's a good right? question. You know, I think like it's it's really easy for me to speak to it now in hindsight and lay out the roadmap, which I've done in my book, right? Like yeah. here are the steps you need to take. At the time, it was like the feeling of desperation, right? It's like I was finally able to feel the pain painfully enough that I was willing to start to ask the questions like, what do I do? How do I move? What could be a next step? And candidly, I couldn't figure it out. I had no real idea. I mean, who abandons their executive corporate career to like teach people how to exercise? Like that doesn't make sense. It does. Yes. If you're able to break out of the paradigm that you're living in, but it it didn't compute to me. And so for me, my like covert way of figuring this out was I'll just have a kid and go on mat leave. And then when I'm on mat leave, I'll be like a mother who loves her children. And then I can just figure out some other version of reality without all the pressure and the judgment from the external world. And in making that decision to be like, I should probably just have a kid so I can make the exit. I was like, wait a minute, nobody gets to have a kid if they're on the hamster wheel of weight loss still, unable to live in their skin because they're desperate to lose weight. That is not what I'm passing on to my children. That is not the uh, environment or the climate that I want to be raising children in. And so it was that for me that was the catalyst for healing myself. And through the journey of wanting to heal myself came the deeper and more meaningful healing. Now, does it need to be that hard? Do we need to wait for it to be so uncomfortable? It doesn't. And I think both you and I could speak to the really healthy, really productive ways that you can start to unlayer and reorganize the drawers in your brain so that you can live a life that feels more fulfilling and more aligned. But more often than not, that big, brave, bold step usually comes from backing yourself into a corner so tight that the pain feels harsh enough that you have to move. Yeah. You know, I'm hearing you speak and it's interesting because you're right. There's a, especially in today's world, there's so much consumption and there's so much different, there's different narratives around every area of your life. There's multiple narratives around health. There's multiple narratives around what success means. There's multiple narratives around, you know, parenting and what your life should look like. And the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And so many individuals are just trying to do the right thing according to what they think is the right thing or what it should be according to what they're hearing and seeing and feeling. Yeah. And, you know, that's really challenging for people to get into, I would say, a space of real self-confidence and real alignment where you can say, it's not about all of this stuff that's happening on the outside. That takes a lot of courage to go against the grain, right? It takes a lot of courage to say, you know, you're saying this is success, but I actually want to go do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the opposite, but that takes yeah. a certain level of self-confidence and it takes a certain level of feeling enough, just fe- yes. feeling enough simply because not because anyone, you know, is giving you anything or external validation. Absolutely. Do you have any strategies or just any insight on that? Cause I know you're working with a lot of clients. You've also done, you know, a Ted talk and whatnot, you know, what is your professional and your experiential insight that you can share with our audience? 
Well, I think, you know, there, there is so much to unpack when it comes to self-esteem and self-confidence and self-worth. And I think we use terms like self-esteem and self-worth like they're the same thing when they're not. And it's really important to understand the difference because you may have or be able to perform what looks like healthy self-esteem or healthy self-confidence when your self-worth, the intrinsic value that you carry as a human being, even if you're not doing anything, that is a very different underpinning. And I think just having the curiosity is a great place to start. So many of us in this day and age, especially with our like four second TikToks and then our like nine second this and the quick hacks to, you know, all that stuff that we're doing all the time. We're so eager to fill the gap, fill the gap, fill the gap, do the strategy, affirmations on top of everything. Amazing. But if you're not willing to get curious and really connect with what is true, what are the narratives? What are the stories? What lies are you telling yourself? Where are those limiting beliefs coming from? Where are you performing? Where do you feel aligned? When do you feel like the highest version of yourself? I think it's in asking those questions or beginning to ask yourself those questions that you'll find that you start to collect data throughout your experiences, throughout your days. It's like it becomes a feedback loop that you can start to work with. I think it's really difficult to be like, well, here's how you build confidence, like do mirror work. Maybe if that's what you need. But I think the first and most important piece of advice that I can offer anyone is pause from the high performance long enough. Give yourself just enough space that you can start to at least like hear the quiet whispers and the quiet voices so that you can start to delineate whose voices are there. Where do you start and where do they stop? Because it's only then that you can get the clarity around, you know, your highest self, that vision for your future. It's the only way that you can start to build positive narratives that are precise and not just vague platitudes like live, laugh, love, like love yourself because you're the only one who's going to be there in your life. Like all of the other Instagram stuff that we read, right? It's like to really be able to do the work, you have to first figure out how messy is your closet. And so I think that to me feels like the honest answer, not the three-step answer, but the, you have to be willing to look You have to be willing to hear. You have to be able to understand. You have to be willing to connect. Once you do, I believe, yes, through your book, through my book, through all the books, there are frameworks that you can use to be able to make the mindset work a little bit cleaner, easier, more productive with some solid output. But really, with that connection and with that understanding and that awareness, the answers will come. You will develop that sense of confidence, that sense of being, that sense of self-worth because you will no longer be faking your way through it. You will be getting to the crux, the essence of who you are. And that's when you're confident. That's when there's worth. That's when there's value. I really appreciate and like that answer a lot because I do believe that um, people think it's easier than it is because of these bite-sized little quotes and stuff that you see on social media and, you know, the five-step blueprint where you just jump out of bed and go and, you know, motivate yourself. You wake up at five o'clock in the morning and then you drink three glasses of water, do a workout, meditate and do affirmations. You're yeah. 
full and you're like, no, no, no. You're the, tired. Yes. But that, that I would say the curiosity to start asking those questions to yourself and then also the commitment to create shift because <sighs> I mean, I'm sure you and I know that there are a lot of people that I just saw this, um, speaking of quotes, <laughs> I, I just saw this, this uh, message, but it was, it was pretty true that, you know, you know, people want the cake, yeah. right? People want the cake, but God will give you the batter, the mm. spoon, the bowl, the oven, the glove, the mitten, uh, all the decorations to put on top and everything but you'll look at that and walk away. Totally. Like, should I just go and buy a McCain cake then instead? It's so much exactly. easier. I go buy the cake. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're, you're so right though, right? It's like th that commitment, I think, is so important. Um, it's that resilience, the tenacity, and that ongoing dedication to whatever it is that you're envisioning for your highest self. And it's not the same thing for all of us, but I think for, for so many of us high-performing people, we get so caught up in the doing. We're in such doing mode that we're really not connecting to the real stuff that's yeah. going to build us out into these beings with purpose and impact and connection with ourselves and others, right? Like, and, and I think that that's, that's the piece that's sort of getting lost again. You know, it was like, it was coming back to it. And then we sort of deviated away again when heroin chic came back all of a sudden. And you're like, I don't, I don't know what's happening anymore. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. love that. Sonia, this has been a, a really great conversation. Definitely would love to have you back on. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview. Yeah. I just asked some rapid fire questions. You give me Ooh. rapid answers. <laughs> So first question is, if you can leave the world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget, what would that be for you? Have the courage to feel. And you may or may not know, but here at Rise It For You, values are really important for us. What's one value that's a non-negotiable for you? Vulnerability. And lastly, before I ask the final question, where can we connect with you? Where can the audience find you? Check out your book, your TED Talk. We'll also put it in the show notes as well. So sweet of you. Um, SonnyJoss.com uh, and then Instagram. Just slide into those DMs. It is actually me. I am there and I'm open for all the conversations. TED Talk is somewhere online and the book is sold everywhere books are sold. It's called I'll Start Again Tomorrow and Other Lies I've Told Myself. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us. Last question. As yeah. you know, we are Rise Up For You. What comes to mind when you hear that phrase? Strength and integrity. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today, yeah. Sonia, and sharing with our audience. Such a pleasure. And what you've built is just incredible, like thank so you. inspiring. So thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for joining us again today for the Rise Up For You podcast. Every single week, we are bringing you amazing episodes with awesome change makers, executives, entrepreneurs, influencers around the world that have one mission in common, and that is to push your potential and elevate the human condition. So we're grateful that you're here with us and we will see you next week. Thank you, Sonia. Thank you. Imagine a life where you can have it all, a booming career, fantastic love life, great health and success, and overall achievement and happiness. Imagine pushing your potential to your absolute best and every day living a life that you are proud of. Well, if this sounds like something that you're yearning for, then the Rise of You Growth Membership is perfect for you. 
My team and I believe in supporting you and helping you get to the next level because we know that you can do and have what it takes to be your best. When you join our membership, you get access to live trainings every single month with myself and our team. You get free coaching. You get a number of on-demand resources to help level up your success that you can use in the comfort of your own home. And you get access to our global membership around the world full of like-minded professionals that are looking to be their best. Your time is now to push your potential and live the life that you want to live. So if you're ready to take the next step in your life and in your career, join the Rise of Food Growth membership. Click below and we'll see you there.